the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. My mom, Harmony, is here. Oh. Boy, are you here, mom? What Boy, a splash. I, I mean, can it get any more intense, your media understand. fame? You got to understand, I was watching television last night. Yeah. And all of a sudden, my phone is sitting there, and I just keep getting all these Instagram requests. Right. And and likes and all that. What in the world is going on? Uh-huh. And I came to find out that apparently we were on the news um, yet again. Night, yes. My husband. Well, so you knew you had been on because you knew you were interviewed by oh, the one and only Janice Shortall right, earlier right. this week. And we were on, I believe it was Tuesday night. Right. On her show. And, yes. Mm-hmm. And got a lot of uh, response to that. Yeah. Did not know this was going to happen again. And it did. And apparently um, a lot of people saw it last night on the news. And then again this morning, because I've been getting text messages this Where morning. Was it this morning? They, okay. On their Saturday morning show, I'm getting messages. Your parents are so adorable. Your parents <laughs> are my favorite thing. Oh, all I didn't over. know about that. Yeah. One. Wow. Well, well, I don't know. I mean, I got all these friend requests. Oh, are these God. Where are they coming I mean, you're going to need an assistant just to help you go through the request. Are you, are you busy? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Gosh, you know what? what? I'm trying to multitask. I know you hate when I do that, yeah, but I just logged on to the Punch Pizza site because I'm like, what would really make my Saturday great? You're probably too late for tonight. Too already. late. Yeah. They are already filled up all of their slots for the day. Yeah. Well, wow. I, mean, I don't think that's really surprising. People were waiting for them to open. So they finally much opened, waiting. Yes. Was it this past Monday? Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, the only thing I'm not sure about, and I remember reading when they posted that they were going to open, is I believe, I know they took all, this is at the Calhoun Square shop. That's the only one that's open right now. And they took all the chairs and tables out to make room, yeah. you know, for people to, but besides ordering online, I they it's say they take a very I, limited number of walk-in yeah, orders. Yeah, walk-in orders. I think that's a mistake. But the the wait will range up to an hour, and so they say you can stop by, but it doesn't sound like that's really the best no, strategy. No, so I think you've got you, you, you really have to plan your Saturday nights out these days. That's for yeah. sure. Now, I had a delicious meal last night from? that we did quickly from Patrick's. Patrick's is in... Um, Southdale Square. Okay. Right across from Southdale. They also have one in Bachman's. Oh, right. Right, right, right. Yep. But the full restaurant, and it's a local restaurant, and it's great. Mm -hmm. And they've got curbside pickup. And I had a delicious walleye sandwich. Mm. I know this is not weekly dish, but mm-hmm. I'm auditioning. <laughs> so, um, Shoppers need to eat. That's right. Need some sustenance. You absolutely do. Um, well, before we jump into the shopping, one other um, little side note. Um, today's the last day of the Minneapolis-St. Paul Film Society, the, the film festival, right. which has gone virtual. And it is so cool, you guys. You, it, It's actually, I mean, I'll be so curious to hear what their numbers are because I wouldn't be surprised like a lot of things. It's so much easier when you can just log on. And now people who might not have thought to buy tickets in advance or go to the theaters, you've got options from your own machine, wherever you have Wi-Fi. You can go and select any of the movies. You pay a, a small fee right. and you can watch those movies. But today's the last day. And um, I, I watched, did that. you do? 
do it? Did you watch? I, no, I've, I've logged in, and yeah. I, but I haven't watched yet, but well, I'm going to. lots yeah. of great movies to check out, many obviously by local filmmakers. One in particular, near and dear to our hearts, is Mary Beth Romslow, who's been on the show. An amazing filmmaker who lives here yes. in the Twin Cities, did a documentary. She followed the kids from Parkland, not the ones that you saw, um, on stage, not the After ones. The horrible shooting. She followed the journalists, the student journalists from the Parkland School newspaper, who oh. had to cover themselves, who oh, had to cover wow. the you know the the deaths, and had to cover the kids who became the activists and the whole thing. And it's like it restores your faith. It's a great reminder of the importance of the press, something yes. near and dear to my heart, yes. and just to see how. Kids can use it for good, for powers of good. Yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, highly recommend it. Today's the last day to check it out. It's a rainy day. Great day to check out some work by some really talented Minnesotans and on a lot of different topics. Watched it with my kids last night. It was uh, a great, great time. Did you say, did you tell me that my uh, grandson has a little cameo? He has a little cameo, which honestly, I had forgotten. Somebody texted me this week and said, oh, I saw Oscar. So Mary Beth, back when she was making this, she collected, she wanted bits of footage of kids. Do you remember when kids at schools did walkouts and did protests after that shooting? And she had a little clip of him outside with his classmates, you know, holding up a sign and talking about why they were walking out and why they were protesting. Ah, Okay. I'm going to watch it today. So, yes, absolutely. Um, The other thing that we did last night. What? We are just embracing what is going on in the world and thinking about a lot more time at home. Made this big decision. We got a fire. We got a fire pit. Got a fire pit. My kids have been campaigning for a fire pit for many years, and I always shoot them down because I like my house and I don't want it to burn to the ground. And I just feel like we don't need to play with fire. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Two boys don't need to play with fire. But it's amazing. Took a pandemic. To put me over the edge. But, you know, there is just something really nice about being able oh, to sit so, around a fire and a make minute, s'mores. Everything. What? So when I was saying to you last night that you've got to be really careful that the fire gets put out and you're kind of like, yes, mother and all that. Truth is, you were worried about that, too. And that's why you hadn't gotten one. Let's you know, be Mom, honest, you're a mother now. <laughs> I am, but I don't need you lecturing me. Oh, that's oh, different. Oh, oh. <laughs> I can lecture my kids, but but you no, know, no, no. here's the thing. You're my kid. I yeah, can right. lecture you. It took us, um, I mean, there are a lot of different options. You know, I mean, we got oh, a very yeah. basic one where you literally just throw some logs on a you know piece of metal and light it. Yeah, but I mean, you know, there are fancier units. My yeah. neighbors are really, that, that was part of it. I mean, I I swear to God, there's like a tiki party going on every night at they my neighbor's house. They've got you? torches. It, my son said it looks like the finale for Survivor over there. You know, the whole <laughs> yard. They've got lights strung along the perimeter of the whole yard, and wow. you can just see these tiki torches going. It's crazy. My goodness. So there's a big range. Yeah. But we, when we started looking just for like the basic cheapy ones, like I'm talking under a hundred bucks, and I know. Um, Steph March actually I know has one that's basically like it's a grill that she's just turned into a fire pit you know I mean, you could do that for 40 50 bucks yeah. probably maybe even less but it took us uh, 
a lot of searching to find one that was in stock. Oh, I bet. Clearly, we are not the only ones with this idea. And we actually did a story this week at TCBMag.com about how anything related to enjoying the outdoors at home, selling like crazy. Listen to this. Trampolines, outdoor kitchens, playgrounds, decks, Ah. lawn furniture, anything related to utilizing your yard... You better run because it's yeah. all selling out. I got I got a forty dollar love seat for the outside. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, and my grandson who came over to mow the lawn, yeah. he sat on it. So I said, Well, that's what it's for. Well, very you good. Know. I hope yeah. you wiped it down afterwards. Um Oh, I haven't been out there. So. <laughs> that's fine. Then it's okay. fine. And it's rained a lot. It rained. Yeah. I mean, some of our neighbors got a bounce house of their own to have in their yard. I mean, I just think people are really thinking about their own spaces if well, you're lucky I mean, enough to have where one. We're going to be right, then, you know. But it's just well I just always it. find it interesting when you when it seems like oh that's a good idea and then you see the numbers that tell you that wow I mean anybody in those businesses they literally can't keep up with the traffic right now for yeah. all those things. So I would just say if you're thinking about it, you probably want to get on the horn if you want to have it before the Fourth of July. Because there are a lot of, I mean, I was looking at some patio sets where they were seven weeks back ordered. Oh, goodness. I mean, there's plenty to get, but I'm just saying there are a lot of things. Because I looked for one second at patio furniture online and I now get about... 7,000 ads oh, yeah. every time I totally. turn my computer on. Yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah. And the worst is then when you've already pulled the trigger and then you're still getting like, yeah. like oh, I didn't think. Of, oh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Um, meanwhile, numbers rolling in this week from Target and Best Buy, you know, digital, as you can imagine, off the charts yeah. in terms of all of the spending that we're doing online. However, overall, s- profits are down. And that is, as we've been talking about, because of just the extra expenses. Right, of they've been spending so much money to... Staff make, time, right, to, right. cleaning stores, clean you know, of all of the, the equipment. But it is kind of interesting seeing what is selling. Best Buy in particular, you know, at first it was everything we needed to get set up to work from home. Right. It was computer monitors and printers and networking equipment, video games to keep the kids occupied. Now... People are investing in home theaters Yep, and they're investing in things for their kitchen. Best Buy does sell those things as well. Um, And again, whether it's inside or outside, just thinking more about your home as your oasis. Well, right. It's your safe place. And so you're doing whatever you can to make it that much more enjoyable. Wow. We already have to take a break. But um, Target actually is doing something they haven't done for a while, launching a designer collection. We had actually got delayed. There's a whole story. We'll tell you what happened next on Shop Girls. Thanks for tuning in on this holiday weekend. That's right. It is a holiday weekend. It is a weekend? Yes. It's a weekend and it's a long weekend. And we're here for you. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Um, So some fun news from Target this week. Not talking about masks. Not talking about, you know, um, plexiglass. Talking about dresses imagine that (laughs) yes so target is um revealing their next limited edition designer partnership feels like it's been a long time since we've talked about one of those yeah it it does but i mean you know they've done so many with like missoni and you know lily pulitzer and people like that but this um is a new dress designer collaboration 
Uh, and the collection is, it's three different designers, three female-led labels. Love Shack Fancy, Kushni, and Lisa Marie Fernandez. Now, are those names you knew? Yes. Okay, why didn't I? I you know what? They're... They're not household names. I mean, yeah. they're kind of up and coming, you know, kind of niche um, lines. Love Shack okay. Fancy. I've actually been to their um, showroom in New York. Oh, really? It's oh, okay. adorable. Well, anyway, oh they, well, yes. And I mean, the, the dresses I saw look really great. Um, there's 70 different designs and there's lots of different colors and prints. The sizes go from extra, extra small to 3X. And they said, you know, there's the body slimming silhouettes, there's bright colors, you know, there's a lot of different choices. What's interesting about this is it's the first time with all the different kinds of collections that Target has done and all the different partnerships, this is the first time they've done a collection based on one item of clothing. This is a a collection that. that is about dresses. Right. And they're all, all dresses. Sixty dollars. Right. Nothing's more than sixty dollars. So I guess so. S- several big questions. First of all, this is set to lo- launch now, um, June sixth online, online, June fifteenth in stores. This was actually supposed to come out in April. Yeah. This collection, right. and due to the pandemic, Target delayed. They actually thought about canceling the whole thing, even though it was too late to cancel the orders. They already had the merchandise, but they were just like, what do we do? Is this the right thing? I think one of the big questions is, do people want to buy dresses right right now? Is anyone going to wear a dress? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've been talking a lot about that. I'm so curious how people feel. I mean, is it the perfect um, reaction to months of wearing sweatpants only? Is that what you want to wear right now? I think it is. I think that they're smart because I think, first of all, with warmer weather, you know, we all like to be cool and free and all that. And instead of having sweatpants and that elastic waist and all of that kind of thing, to have just a flowy dress. Yep. Um, actually, you could look pretty, but you'd be cool and comfortable. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think they're very smart. And yeah. I think at the price points and looking at the different designs, there are styles for almost everyone. So another interesting aspect of this is that, you know, these collections, when Target does these limited edition collections, obviously the goal is to drive traffic. They don't make that much money off of these dresses. Yeah. It's that they drive us to the store and then we buy $200 of other stuff right. we didn't we know didn't we needed, know. Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But in the times of a coronavirus, that's kind of the exact opposite of what Target wants to happen and they were very aware of that too. And so what they've decided to do to, to try to avoid that, you know, there there are certain collections the popular ones like Lily Pulitzer, like you mentioned, where people will line up outside the oh, store right, the right. day that that's launching yeah. and they rush in to fill up their carts. So they're going to launch this online first. It yeah, goes online. online. Right, right. It'll be online for a full week before it hits stores on June 15th. And their hope is that that way the people who are really excited, who are fans of these brands, will go place their orders and there won't be the rush in the stores. I think that's really smart. Yeah. I think they they're a smart company. Let's face it. They they know how to do these things. Yeah, but it, it just it is really interesting to, you know, I mean, obviously lots of things were in motion before this happened. You know, it takes many many months to get, to get a all, yeah. fashion collection yeah. ready. Um speaking of which, the fashion industry major conversations happening. We've talked about this a little bit in in weeks, but I feel like now they're really getting organized behind certain, you know, like this needs to change, this needs to change. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, uh, the Council of 
Fashion Designers of America, CFDA, and the British Fashion Council got together and really released their own message about the pandemic and how it's hit the fashion industry. And they think things have to be done differently. They have to rethink things, reset the way they do things. And they they actually sent a letter out that um, listed eight core perspectives, as they called it. And they feel that they, the fashion calendar is outdated the yep. way it was and that things have to be slowed down. Right. Um, and they recommend that designers focus on, they say, two main collections a year. Yeah. Um, as in no more resort or pre-collection shows either in New York or London. People shouldn't have to be traveling all over. Um, they feel that this makes much more sense to do things this way. And they say when it comes to the issue of runway shows that they encourage brands to, quote, attempt to show during the regular fashion calendar and in one of the global fashion capitals in order to avoid the strain on buyers and journalists traveling, traveling constantly, end quote. You know, I mean, the the cities, speaking of fashion capitals, I mean, they have to be a little nervous, too. You know, I mean, it's a huge revenue generator when you, you know, when Paris is hosting right. the fall collections, you know, the couture shows and the, the number of journalists and buyers and retailers and that, that fill of, up course, and of course, of I course, mean, everything is, you know, it's just a mushrooming effect. Yeah. Everything you know, works together on these. Yeah. But I think that what they're saying is smart. I think there are a lot of things that, you know, have gone along for a long time and kind of, you know, everybody just accepts it the way they are. And this makes you think. If you're really, if you're into following the fashion industry, I mean, this is a little bit of inside baseball, but certainly interesting and, and really kind of signs of things to come for all of us who love to shop. Um, there's a, a website that's been set up called rewiringfashion.org that has, you know, kind of these, um, the, the calls to action for the industry. Mm -hmm. And at the bottom of the statement, they also um, throw out there some what ifs. What if retail avoided extreme discounting for spring, summer 2020? This is a big concern mm. because there's so much merchandise that never made it into stores. Sure. Keeping in mind the importance of long-term brand equity and profitability. What if future markdowns were delayed until January and July each year? starting with autumn, winter 2020 and all seasons thereafter. What if in-season discounting, including what if we stopped in-season discounting, including Black Friday, Cyber Monday and Singles Day? What is Singles Excuse Day? Me? I don't know. We'll Singles work on Day? that. Yes. Anyway, interesting conversations yeah. happening in the industry. More on that. We're going to check in with a local retailer right after this and see how things are going in store. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. And obviously, one of our favorite things to do is explore 
some of our amazing, adorable, charming neighborhoods here in the Twin Cities and just stroll to the shops and go out to eat. And I mean, this is like our perfect Saturday afternoon. Remember? Exactly. (laughs) So for retailers in many of those charming neighborhoods like Excelsior, this has been a really, really, really tough stretch. We've been talking about all the things they've done online, curbside. This week, many of them were finally able to open their doors with a lot of rules in place. We thought we would check in with Bill Domberg from Brightwater Clothing and Gear Gear in Excelsior. Hi, Bill. Hi, Allie. Hi, Harmony. Hi. How are you? Nice to hear your voice. Nice to hear you, too. Thank you so much for inviting me. Well, Bill, you've been doing such a lovely job of staying connected to your customers, your journal that you've been keeping online at brightwaterclothing.com. I mean, it's it's just we, we feel for you. We miss you. Tell us how things have been going this week now that the doors are reopened. Well, it's certainly wonderful to be able to have the doors open. I mean, that that's... It, uh, you're, you're absolutely right before. It's been a long, hard stretch, and um, it was so good to see customers coming back in. Um, my following, as I like to call them, uh, have really come through and supported, and, and they've been doing it all the way through as best they can. But, um, you know, having the doors open is what, you know, that's what we do. That's what the, most of us small retailers just absolutely love our customers and sure. love interacting with folks, uh, meeting new people and seeing returning faces come through. So you have a personal uh, relationship with a lot of them. Absolutely. You yeah. know, it, uh, it's hard to believe, but Brightwater will be open uh, 10 years in June. And, wow. um, so yeah, I've developed some incredible relationships with my customers and um, really feel grateful for all the support that they've given me. So all those 10 year periods. had you been doing curbside? Yes, Before you could we've open? been doing curbside, um, and people just kind of would call in and say, Bill, I need something, um, and we would do kind of a um, FaceTime, walk through the store, and uh-huh. or send some photographs, and they'd pick out some things, and then uh, we'd just have it waiting on the back stoop and uh, people would come by and grab it. And how did that work? I mean, we've been hearing positive things about curbside. Will you keep offering that? You know, we will continue to offer everything that we can to make our customers, you know, feel good about shopping Brightwater. Um, you know, it is, there's no question about it, that the number of people that are out is still dramatically down. Um, and I think that people are fearful, you know. Um, it's This is not to be taken lightly by any stretch of the imagination. Um, so it's going to take time for people to to become comfortable, you know, um, we have uh, we've developed a program here in Excelsior that was put together by the um, retailers and the Excelsior Lake Minnetonka Chamber of Commerce, and it is called Excelsior Safe and Open, and mm-hmm. it is a set of protocols that we've all, everyone that is displaying that piece, um, has agreed to follow these protocols, which has really been kind of amazing. Like what? Um, Give us some of the highlights. Well, you know, basically each shop will have a, um, has a sanitation site in the, at, at each door mm-hmm. so people can come in, sanitize their hands. We have vinyl gloves available if people want to do that. Um, and then it's just, you know, enforcing a limited number of people in the store. There's no more than uh, 
six people in Brightwater at a time, and then and we encourage everybody to be socially distanced. Are you um, requiring masks? You know, I don't require masks. I have a mask on uh-huh. all the time, and if people are are uh, wearing a mask, I certainly do. Um, it. I think that I can't force everybody to wear one, and, and I certainly encourage them to mm-hmm. do so. Right. Um, you know, then when it comes to uh, clothing, if something is tried on, it gets set aside, it gets steamed with a commercial high-temperature steamer, and then it gets set on another rack where it sits for 24 hours mm-hmm. before it goes back out on the floor. So, you know, we're really striving to ensure that um, that it is is really safe and um sure we're, we're talking to bill domberg who's the owner of brightwater clothing and gear in excelsior bill i'm really curious have people been coming in this week yes we have had people coming in this week you know monday was um monday was a busy day both with people just walking into the shop as well as good customers coming by and purchasing um it's it's certainly not been what would have been an average week a year ago, yeah. but um, we're still seeing people that are out. There's so many people walking in Excelsior, and I think probably in all communities now. Um, and uh, it's just really nice to see them coming in. You know, it's they're purchasing. Um, we we're selling a lot of um, dresses for women. Mm. You know, shirts and and denim for guys. Um, we, we we carry a line called Anatomy, which is a travel clothing company for women. Um, and people are looking at that, but they're not necessarily buying because they're saying, well, I'd buy it if I was traveling, but mm-hmm. I'm not traveling right now. So, you know, those are things that we're going to have to we're going to have to pay attention to and um, and kind of adjust the purchasing, the buying, the offering sure. water based on what people are wanting and needing. Yeah. But I, I think what's nice about shopping in our small boutiques, too, though, is when you're saying about how you, you know, after someone tries something on that you steam it and don't put it on right away. I think you can feel confidence in a small shop yeah. and you know the owner and all that, that that's really going to happen, maybe more so than in a in a big box store? Right. Well, that, that certainly is our hope, and yeah. that's, that's our belief here in Excelsior, that we can offer a much safer, uh, cleaner environment right. than can happen in a big box because, you know, it's, it's me <laughs> for the most part, and sure. um, I'm really... After someone uses a dressing room, it gets wiped down. After somebody pays for something, the, the computer terminal gets wiped. Uh, the um, credit card machine gets wiped down. Um, we're taking serious steps to make sure that um, it, it's safe, and yeah. it's safe because it's you know this is as much my living room as it is you know a shop. We've right. been doing this so long, and you're inviting people in to come in and peruse and take a look around, and you want them to feel comfortable. I'm curious about that, Bill. Are people coming in just to look around, just to browse, or are most of them on a mission? No, I would say that there's it's probably an equal split. We do mm-hmm. have browsers that are just coming in. People that are kind of come out to Excelsior to walk around, and they kind of do the do the street and in and out um i don't feel that everybody's on a mission i think there are people that are out enjoying the day and kind of doing this casual shopping okay what kind of hours are you keeping right now so i have reduced it from uh, 10 in the morning till four o'clock monday through saturday and sunday 
uh, is going to be um, 10, excuse me, noon to four. Yeah. Um, you got to sleep in I, one day, Bill. I mean, right, come on. Exactly. <laughs> and and, um, and actually, I think that I'm debating on whether or not I'm going to close on Monday. Um, there are some shops in Excelsior that have made that decision, and um, I'm just going to kind of take, and, take it uh, as it comes and see how... Uh, how that works. One of the nice things about Excelsior is it really is all local stores and yeah. you all really do work together to make it a, a great experience. Are many of your neighbors open? Yes. Um, I would say that probably 90% of the oh. shops in Excelsior are open. Hmm, um, that's great. And yes, there's only a couple I can think of that uh, are opening up a little bit later for whatever reason. But um, it is. It's it's The street is is open and um, the street is safe and we're, we're love to have people come on out and wander through. You know, it, it is, Excelsior is, is pretty unique in the sense that we have really four blocks of some of the finest independent shops um, in certainly in the Twin Cities, I believe. You know, it's just, you don't see four blocks of independent shops right. anymore. And um, that's, that's a pretty special place about Excelsior. You know, and each one is run, owned, and operated on a daily basis by someone that really knows what they're doing. You right, know? they're and, experts. Um, right. And they're so in the stores yeah. most right, of the exactly. time. We're, we're, we're here every day to make sure that um, you know, yeah. no questions are left unanswered and, and everybody is made to feel incredibly welcome. And um, Right. Bill, before we let you go, um, you know, given that our world does look a little different right now and our summer plans have been upended... What should we be shopping for? What are you excited about? What would be really useful for people right now? Well, you know, I think that people are spending more time outside. And so with that, we've got clothing that will will work both indoors and outdoors. Um, I think that, you know, summertime is, is, is great, certainly out here on the lake. So make sure you've got good hats and sun protection. All right. Um, That's important. You know, it uh, – and – you know, I'm one of those people that thinks that we don't have to be dressy all the time, but we always want to look good. And um, just a little wardrobe refresh is is pretty powerful to make one feel a little bit better, too. Yeah, absolutely. I also love on your website your mood-boosting bundles. Do you still have some of those things? Absolutely. What, are, you know, what is that? What's that? What is the mood-boosting bundle? Well, it, we have a couple of them that will vary from some um, body creams and lotions to um, we've got some beautiful throws that are from Belgium um, that um, just to make, make you feel comfortable and mm-hmm. give yourself a little treat that's something that you wouldn't necessarily think would happen or would be at Brightwater. Right, right. Great stuff. I like well, treats. Yeah, well, good. Bill, we look forward to seeing you in person soon. And Absolutely. I, I'm glad to, to hear that, that people are coming in, and it's just a good reminder of how important it is to support our local shops. Absolutely. And there are real people and real livelihoods uh, <laughs> behind them. Yes, well, it's um, it's wonderful to be open. It's wonderful to talk to you guys. I do look forward to seeing you soon out here in Excelsior. And I would like to just encourage everyone is listening to take a moment to stop by your favorite local shop or come on out to Excelsior and, um, and look around and enjoy the day and know that we're doing everything we can to keep 
our shops in Excelsior safe and open. Yeah, great, and, uh, great reminder very for anyone. For you guys, uh, Bill. For anyone who doesn't know, real quick, your your actual street address. In- well, I'm at 256 Water Street, right on the little main street of Excelsior. Okay. If you haven't been to Excelsior, you really are missing one of the the kind of quaint little communities that Absolutely. kind of makes you feel like years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you're looking for a new place to go for your walk. That's the right, place to do absolutely. it. Absolutely, come on up to Excelsior. <laughs> you know, you, we've got four blocks of of retail, and at the end of that is Lake Minnetonka and a great, big, beautiful park called wow. the Commons. You can't beat that. That's right, Bill. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. You guys have a great day and enjoy the weekend too. Thank All you. All right, we'll be back with whose look is it anyway? Next on Shop Girls. Time to take a look at some trends. That's why you tune in to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony, and it is time for Whose Look Is It Anyway? Can't believe she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the Shop Girls to ask Can I ask you something? Whose Look Is It Anyway? We've already been talking about the power of the dress and dresses being something we might want to slip back into this summer as both a break from the sweatpants and another item that does not require us to button and zip. Oh, boy. I'm off for those. <laughs> right? No buttons, no zip. Could be no. real good to segue from the elastic waistline to the dress. <laughs> Still hiding a lot of things that have been going on in the middle. But what about nightgowns? This is, I thought this was really interesting. There is an online marketplace called Top Hatter, and they have reported that sales of women's nightgowns and robes have increased by, wait for this, 296% from March to April. And what are we, are we talking like full length, like down to the ankle? That's the whole thing. It, you know, some of them that they actually showed look to me more like dresses, like almost a prairie dress, you know, like a print. And some of them even they're like Ampere style loose mm-hmm. or Moo style. Mm-hmm. But then they do show some. In fact, I have an icon that's very similar to one that they showed. It's like a soft and it is nice. It's soft cotton knit and almost looks like a tank top on top. And it's got pockets and hangs loose and, you know, sort of midi length. Mm-hmm. But they have been selling like mad. They said but, for for summer, this has become like the new staple. I mean, I guess you don't even have to bother to get out of sweatpants, you know, like when you get out of bed or get into sweatpants because you just get out of bed, you're in your nightgown and you just stay in it, I guess, for the day. I guess. I does that. That's a big no for me. Yeah. Well, but you you've always nightgowns. liked I've nightgowns. I've always worn nightgowns. I love nightgowns. But some of, and some of them, I will say some of them I have, I would say, Technically, you probably could get away with wearing. Uh huh. Others, not so much. See, my thing has always been if we go back to the days when nightgowns were for sleeping, yes. I don't like to get tangled up. I don't want the idea of wearing a long nightgown and having it like get all twisted around You're my legs. Wrong. I'm a violent some sleeper. I am not interested <laughs> yes. in that at all. Some Give me a t shirt. I'm good. But some are, are more tangle prone than others Mm -hmm. um it depends on the material depends on the length there is a little of that of tugging and pulling yeah 
you know, when you turn. But on Amazon, they have been selling like unbelievably style bloggers have been posting this whole look. And a lot of them are like 20 and $30. So we're not talking a yeah. lot of money. I suppose, especially as it gets warmer. And I mean, God, think, think about people who don't have air conditioning and oh. they're going to be working at home all summer yeah. and could be breezy. Um, I want to get on to our next turn. But before we do, let's give Rebecca a moment. She's been waiting patiently. She has a question for okay. us about Target. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, girls. How are you? Good. Good. What's your question? Okay, so we're all supposed to be social distancing, right? Right. Um, half of the stuff that I bought two weeks ago at Target, like I did the drive-up, yep. now they're making me go in the store and get it. What do you mean? They're it's it's no longer available for drive-up? Correct. Which kind of stuff do you mean? Like, um, like 3M strips, um, like organizing stuff. Non-perishable hmm. stuff, clothing. Yeah, because yeah. I I have done the drive up on a few different occasions at Target, and the one thing you know that that I learned early on is I couldn't get food that way right. for the most part. You know, perishable right. kind of food. Yeah, but, but it's all non-perishable. Yeah, and, and but, like like I said, I could do it a week ago. I could do it two weeks ago. And yeah. all of a sudden this week. Nope. I don't that's really interesting. I mean, I don't know if it could have to do with quantities. I've noticed with certain things that like as the quantities yeah. de- deplete, then it's no longer available for pickup cuz they're worried that it won't be there. I don't know. I'll I'll look into that. That's so, a really great question. I'll I'll pose that to them this so week. So if you're yeah. online and you put it in, it'll say not available for pickup. Right. It'll yeah. say in-store only. Oh, yeah. I wonder if it does have I, I'm to do sure. With I bet you it has to do with quantity. That would be my guess. But if we get more information, we'll certainly report it. Thanks for, thanks for the okay. question, Rebecca. Thanks for listening. Um, we will take more questions after the top of the hour. Yes. So get ready to give us a call and talk shop with us at 651-641-1071. Meanwhile... Let us quickly get to this look because it's something... It kind of after you saw this, I thought oh, that spoils it because I was certainly planning to get you one of these. Um, Ashley Olson, you know, one of the Olson twins, she was seen out on the street wearing her or carrying whichever her thirty nine thousand dollar backpack. You heard obviously me correctly. <laughs> 30, That's a car. That's an SUV. Thirty nine thousand dollars. <laughs> This is this is called. I guess this was designed by uh, Ashley and her sister. It's called the Row, and she actually this person apparently that saw her said she actually was out on the sidewalk in New York and placed this thirty nine thousand dollar bag on the sidewalk so she could have a smoke. And when this was first released, which was a while back, Anderson Cooper he deemed it ridiculous. But then Barney. May they rest in peace. Their fashion director at the time told Fashionista, I think if you're going to spend $39,000 on a bag, that's the bag you should buy because I think you'll wear it for a really long time. Well, one would certainly <laughs> hope. <laughs> like a few I, lifetimes. Yeah, a few lifetimes. You can you could pass it down. And what I loved, you know, they said it was a warm day in New York, like in the 80s, and everybody was wearing shorts, but they had, you know, face masks on. But she was dressed 
in a with a beanie, a floral scarf, a long, thick jacket, and wearing layers. They said the last time Ashley Olsen actually showed her bare arms was August 14th of 2017. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so if she won't, there's no hope for me, I And guess. you thought but, there was no real purpose yeah, to the paparazzi. Yeah, Somebody absolutely. needs to keep track of yes, these things. But I'm going to say I'm going to pass on that $39,000 backpack. Yeah. It, that seems prudent. Yeah. Right? Um, how about Kim Kardashian's about leather her? chaps and bikini? Yeah. I could see you doing this around the house, Absolutely. Mom. Absolutely. <laughs> well, she said, she posted on Instagram and said, all dressed up with no place to go. Right. And she had her bra and pants and white belted chaps on. Totally but of course, appropriate. she did wear high heels. You know what? You do I guess do if, that. if it's that versus the nightgown, maybe I'll go nightgown. Oh, me too. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> All right, we will be back with another hour of Shop Girls. We're going to talk to Robin Frank from Thumbs Cookies next hour and lots more to come, including a tech report. Don't go away. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500 with available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX with the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards. The Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is here. Get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes. That's a better breakfast for just three bucks in three easy steps. One, wake up. <sighs> Two, get out of bed. And three, head to Wendy's for your $3 breakfast deal. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Select or request $3 breakfast deal in order to obtain discount. Not valid for all card or combos orders. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii.